Hi, everybody. It's another episode of my fun, super awesome podcast. One day, I will actually figure out how to add music and fun stuff in. I say that every week, but really, I think you're enjoying my singing. So I'll just continue rocking my dorky little voice. And welcome to the podcast. Maybe I'll even write an official song that I can sing every week. Look at all these things I'm adding to my list that I really don't have time for. But singing is fun, even when I sing in a very out-of-tune voice. Anyways, enough about my singing. Let's chat. Let's have a little talk. How was your week? Um, The last two weeks we talked about body respect, a little bit about weight stigma. I hope I planted some seeds of curiosity in your brain and... Yeah, let's water them and let those intuitive eating seeds grow. Um, This week we're going to talk about movement and feeling the difference, which is principle nine of the intuitive eating ten principles. Uh, And this one is one I can talk about forever because this is the industry that I work in. This is the industry that I live in. Yes, I am an intuitive eating coach, but for those of you who don't know, I also teach yoga and I am a certified spin instructor as well. So fitness is my jam. I love group fitness. I love coming together and I love connecting. So movement is so much of my life. Activity, exercise, workouts. I love it. Um, so yeah, we'll get into that. But let's let's just have a little like recap of my week. Um I don't even really remember what what happened this week. It has been so smoky here because of the forest fires. Like my back deck today was covered in ash. So it's been really hard to get out without like having a sore throat and a runny nose, which like then you think you have COVID. So <laughs> so fun. Um, so yeah, we've been hanging indoors a lot and having some fun and doing some goofy things indoors, getting out whenever we can, and the air quality is a low one that we can go outside. Um, on the weekend, I went to a friend's birthday party, and that was a lot of fun. It was like my second, it was my first kind of social actually talking to people event since I've been vaccinated, so that was very, uh, interesting. I was very relieved at how low my anxiety was, so that's nice. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we kept our distance, we socialized, we washed our hands, um, we didn't hug anybody, which I am really just wanting to hug a whole bunch of humans. But yeah, it was really good. They had ice cream food truck come, and I tried Earl Grey ice cream, which I was a little unsure of, but it was delicious, and I'm very glad I tried it and got something out of my usual taste. Um, So yeah, Earl Grey ice cream, highly recommend. Then they had some drag queens come to the party and my little two-year-old absolutely loved it. Um, My proudest parenting moment thus far in her life was when the show ended, my kid doesn't talk yet, she uses sign language, and (laughs) the show ended and she was just like, very fast and aggressively signing for more because she enjoyed the dancing and music so much. Then they played some music while we were just chatting and hanging out and they played Lizzo Good As Hell. And my little two-year-old 
may or may not know how to hair toss every time she hears that song. So not only was she aggressively signing for more drag queens, she then Lizzo hair flipped for everybody. And like, I can't say I've ever been prouder as a parent as that moment right then. And I was like, yes, girl, you are my child. This is amazing. So that was definitely a big highlight of my week. Um, we also got out to a farmer's market and got some rainier cherries. I don't usually like cherries. I'll hold for your big gasp. I don't like cherries and I don't like peaches. I don't like apricots. I don't like nectarines. I don't like a lot of summer fruit that has like the weird fuzziness on the outside. Like that's just, it weirds me out. Um, and I just don't like cherries. So we got some cherries a few weeks ago because my husband loves them and they tasted like smoke and I could taste the forest fire in them so my husband was a little disappointed and sad about them but this farmer's market we went to had Rainier cherries, Rainier, Rainier, I don't know how I'm saying it and they were, I will eat those all day every day. They are so delicious and it was just like little drops of nature's candy so highly recommend Rainier cherries if you don't like cherries. Uh, yeah, I did a little poll on my Instagram and everybody said their some favorite summer fruit was peaches. Well, there was other options, but peaches was like the top winner and I, I just, I can't agree with you guys on that one. <laughs> I do not like peaches unless they are blended with rum, then maybe I will consider them. Anyways, I had an overall pretty good week. Yeah, tried some new foods, tried some new things, saw a drag queen show. I mean, who can really complain? good week. Uh, so let's get into principle nine. So it's movement, feel the difference. Forget militant exercise, just get active and feel the difference. Shift your focus to how it feels to move your body rather than the calorie burning effect of exercise. If you focus on how you feel from working out, such as energized, it can make a huge difference between rolling out of bed for a brisk morning walk or hitting the snooze alarm. Uh, and in my coaching program, we talk a lot about like doing things for you. So doing things that are things you want to do that you enjoy. And I think this hits so big in this movement category. Like that said, it really makes a difference between rolling out of bed or hitting that snooze alarm. If it is something that you enjoy doing and you want to be doing and you are internally motivated to become that person, it is a hell of a lot easier to get out of bed for that versus somebody at the gym telling you what you should be doing and how many reps you should be doing and what you should be eating and how many kilometers you should be walking and having like all these external measures of success being put on you by somebody else. So really like getting down to what you love. Uh, years ago, I took a little quiz in a magazine and it was, and I actually kind of sort of recreated this quiz on my Instagram today and everybody got it right. So good job team. But the question was, what is the most effective type of exercise? And it was a fitness diet culture written magazine. And, um, I was like, well, obviously hit workouts cause it's high caloric burn it's this, this, and this, and I was so indoctrinated at the time, and I was like, well, it's obviously hit, and then I turned the page to get the answer, and I was wrong, and I was like, oh, I can't be wrong, I know everything there is to know about fitness, and um, the answer was, is the movement that you enjoy. So, there's vast differences between movements, 
and exercises and group fitness classes, and they all have certain different benefits, but all of them are going to improve your health overall. But the one that you are going to stick with the most is the one that brings you the most joy. Simple. <laughs> um, so in my journey, because that's what we're here to talk about, I dieting kind of brought me into the running world and I became a little bit obsessed with running, but I, I thoroughly enjoy running. I really do. Um, but I used to run every week, at least once a week during the times in Canada where you can run outdoors. Um, I'd run a 5k at least once a week just for fun, which I really liked. And that that's not a bad thing if that's what you do. Um, I've done only one half marathon. I've done a handful of 10Ks. I've done a whole bunch of 5K races. Like, I just really loved being a runner. Um, however, my body did not like me being a runner. I ended up having knee surgery, not really because of running, but my body was not built to run. Um, I... When you're born, your bones aren't all fused together, and then as you like hit puberty, your bones kind of fuse together. And my patellas did not fuse together, so my body adapted and like grew cartilage in between my patellas. And this is a very rare thing, but when it does happen, the patellas are like 90%, and then a little tiny 10% piece of your patella is disconnected. But mine were almost 50-50 split down the middle, how they didn't fuse. So running is a very painful thing in my life. And instead of listening to my body and taking care of my body, I taped my body and said, let's go for it. <laughs> um, I have zero regrets doing a half marathon. It was one of the best things I've ever done. It was amazing. Uh, but I had a serious talk with my physiotherapist after, and we decided that no more than 10K will I be running. And... I felt at the time like such a failure and that like I was wrong and I was a terrible person because I would never be able to run more than 10k and 15k is like my jam that was my favorite distance to run so it was really hard pill for me to swallow that I was like this but it also brought a lot of guilt and a lot of shame which now looking back excuse me my dog's in the room which now looking back it's so ridiculous that because when I was a teenager going through puberty, my bones didn't fuse together, I should have a lot of guilt and shame to hold on to. No, that's absolutely ridiculous. But that is how diet culture gets into your brain and this all or nothing mindset. Um, and slowly running became less enjoyable and more of like a punishment of what I've been eating. Um, it was like the eat, repent, repeat, and running was my way to repent for what I ate. Uh, earn and burn was a very big mentality where I had to earn my calories. I had to run whatever I ate, and running then was not as enjoyable because it became this this negative thing that I had done wrong, so I needed to make up for it, and running was the way I could make up for it. So that really sucked. Um, I didn't realize it right away, and I kind of became a little bit obsessed in my workouts. Uh, not only running, but you guys know I love spin. Um, and at the peak of orthorexia in my life, 
I was spinning at least five days a week, which, don't get me wrong, is a great thing if that's what you love to do, and I love to do it, and I feel like if I didn't have a child, I would still be doing it, but um, I was in like very intense 60-minute spin classes five days a week, plus a few power yoga sculpt classes, plus running, probably 10k a week. So my body was being put through a lot. And if you're at that physical fitness level and your body is allowing you to do that, that's great. But I wasn't fueling myself either. So on top of all this physical activity, I wasn't eating any carbohydrates, which is where your body gets its energy from. Um, and I was eating like 1200 calories a day. So I was exhausted from it all and my body just could not keep up. Um, yeah, I, and like I said, I love spinning and if I had the time and the money and the situation lined up perfectly, yes, I would probably still be in the spin room five days a week and I would probably still do a few yoga classes. Um, and hell, I'd even go for runs and walks, but I would do it listening to my body, I would honor my body, and I would fuel my body for that level of movement. Now, um, I ran through most of my pregnancy up, well, no, I spent, I was spinning for most of my pregnancy, but I ran, I got told at five months that my back was not strong enough to support my baby belly while running, so I had to stop running while I was pregnant, which was a big blow <laughs> but obviously my little bean was worth it all and I was quite happy to give it up for her safety um and I was still allowed to spin and I was spinning right up until pregnancy we made a joke like that I was going to give birth in the spin room uh, but I talked to my doctor and I did it all safely but spinning is a lot more low impact and I could take rest when I needed it and that kind of stuff so I don't really remember where I was going with this story oh yeah so I couldn't be as physically fit, um, and I didn't actually spin up till I was gave birth. That's a lie. Spin up. I was spinning up until about seven and a half months, and then I got um, told I needed to stop, so I stopped then. But uh, yeah, then having a baby changes your body, which yes, you guys know. But not only pregnancy, but there's so many other life events that change our body. Um, pregnancy is just a very like yes, drastic. It happens. Everybody knows about it, but a lot of people use like, oh, well, I didn't have a baby, so there's no excuse for me. No, our bodies go through changes. Our bodies go through stressful events. Our bodies age. Our bodies change. And it is okay whether you had a baby or not. Your body is going to change. But, yeah, so I had a baby and my body changed so much. Like, um, I became a lot more flexible, which was kind of a nice little thing. But I also got a thyroid condition, which just leaves me absolutely exhausted. Um, and just my ligaments, I can feel a difference in how it, my ligaments are working. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of different things that happen with my body. So now that I'm into intuitive eating, I, I, I can't work out that much because I am listening to my body and I am giving it what it needs. So that means not as much running because of my thyroid condition, I don't have the energy. Um, and because of my knee, now I listen to it and I don't run on it. So 
the most I've ran since I was pregnant is like maybe I've done one five, one or two five Ks. So I run and I run maybe two and a half K and then I walk and I am totally okay with it because that is meeting my here and now body where it is at. Uh, I have leaned heavily into strength training and yoga because I feel like with pregnancy and the first like six months of pregnancy, I had a lot of issues with just life and feeding and probably for like the first eight, nine months, there wasn't a lot of me being able to take care of me uh, just through with all my issues um, as being a new mom. Um, so because of all that, I like lost my stamina maybe I don't know what I'm trying to say here um oh I lost a lot of my strength that's where I was going with my strength training so like my core is not as strong my back is not as strong my knees are never ever have been strong so right now I'm really just focusing on like making sure that part is okay to be able to eventually maybe one day run a little bit longer and really get back into it um, but I now can recognize when movement is turning into that earn and burn and that repenting and ugh, diet culture mentality. So I'm really right now just trying to honor my body where it's at. And that means leaning heavily into the yoga and strength training and more stabilized mobility movements. And it's been really, really neat kind of to rediscover everything. Uh, okay, so really... What it all comes down to is, like, what benefits does exercising and movement have for you that are not weight loss? So you can break through that that mindset. Um, so, like, your stress levels, your energy levels, how well you sleep. For me, movement is such a huge connection. Like, I love being in studios and I love talking to people and it's such a, like, great group activity to do. Um yeah, like what is it that that movement brings for you? I can list a whole bunch of things and I post them all on my Instagram. But yeah, like I just love being able to like get on the floor and play with my kid and chase her around a park and being able to climb up jungle gyms and slide down slides and like being there with her and being able to hop up and down and have dance parties. And this week <laughs> we were hula hooping, yes two-year-old hula hooping is a very funny sight and it is not hula hooping by any means but she spins around in a hula hoop and it's adorable but just being able to like be present and be with her is such a huge thing for why I want to stay healthy and so like knowing that I just get to be there and play with her and experience life with her is why I do what I do um, and it's, oh, sorry. And it's not like I have to like, be like, go run, run, do because this, no, like my movement is with her. It is playing with her and it is enjoying our time together. But like my, you can increase your blood pressure, reduce stress, um, preventative injuries or preventative heart attacks. Like there's so many, many benefits movement. So because I like to give you homework, I really want you to write down what your list is. Like what, what are your benefits to movement that have nothing to do with changing the way your body does? And the more I focused on those, the easier it was to do them, the easier it was to stay motivated with them. And not like that I had to stay motivated with them. I genuinely like want to do these things. And that's where the magic happens. That's where you're healthy habits kick in and that's what makes it all 
just flow so easy is when you genuinely want to be there and want to be doing these things. So focus on movement as a way of taking care of yourself, on a way of increasing health measures, on a way of like just being the best version of you and not on the skinny or thin or diet or weight loss. It's terrible. Um, also like you don't have to be in this like super sweaty environment for movement to count and like every chat at the gym will argue this with me but little tiny movements add up you can take the stairs and feel proud of that that is more movement to your body you can get up from your desk and go for a two-minute walk around the building that is movement that is helping your longevity um, so don't get caught in these like it has to be this huge marathon of a run no like if you go for a run for a third of a kilometer that counts and that your body will thank you for that so every bit of movement is worth it um, if you did five minutes of taking the stairs at work twice a day five times a week that's 43 hours a year you spent taking the stairs so 10 minutes a day twice a day or five minutes a day twice a day so 10 minutes a day total if you did that five times that's 42 hours a year you have spent taking the stairs. So it does really, really add up. And your body will thank you for it. Um, yeah. And then there's lots of other excuses that can get in our way. Um, like time, energy, money, uh, fears that get in our way. I'm like, we blast through these together in my program. I don't know if you can hear my cat and my dog playing in the background. Today I decided I didn't need to record in my closet because my child is asleep right now. But apparently my two fur children are going to interrupt and make noise in the background. <laughs> um, but yeah, make it fun. Be comfortable. Always do yoga. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yoga is my favorite. And obviously you should come and do yoga. If you ever want to take a yoga class and you are in the Calgary area hit me up and you can come to one of my outdoor ones or my online ones for free and check it out for a class. I would love to have you. But yoga is like a heal-all for everything in my life. <laughs> um, but also with movement comes rest. And this was a very hard lesson for me to learn as well, is that rest days are just as important. And even if you plan, you work, like say you work a Monday through Friday work week and you plan all these things Monday through Friday and something happens and you just don't feel like it on a Wednesday and not like you just don't feel like it but like you're legitimately your body is like no girl you need a break um take it it doesn't like flexibility is a huge part of this like you can plan out the most greatest intentions but you don't know what your body's gonna be like on that day I can say like next Friday I'm gonna go paddle boarding but I don't know what Friday body my body is gonna be so like live in your here and now body and honor your body and every moment of life we have a different body than the time we did before so every time you show up to a yoga class it's going to be slightly different every time you go for a run it's going to be different and it ebbs and flows so some days you're going to be faster some days you're going to be slower and just like honoring where you are here and now is huge um okay i'm going to stop rambling i hope you enjoyed my running chat <laughs> Uh, yeah, but do yoga, 
obviously have fun with it but make a list maybe of some fun like super out of the box ideas of what you want to try movement if you hate going to the gym don't buy a fucking gym membership um but if you love going to the gym and lifting weights and doing that do it like whatever lights you up and sets your soul on fire that is the movement you should be doing and it doesn't have to be like crossfit like, stand-up paddleboarding at our little lake here has been my favorite thing this summer. And that's not a typical thing that people, like, that you take a class for. So, like, rock climbing, tennis playing. I'm having trouble coming up with out-of-the-box ideas right now. But, like, rollerblading, hula hooping, playing hopscotch. Like, these are all types of movement. So, make a list of things you want to enjoy and go and try some. Anyways. I hope you have a fabulous week. Um, if you are in Calgary, enjoy this rainy weather we're supposed to be getting. Uh, and hopefully it'll clear the smoke away. And next week, join me for the 10th principle. The last principle is honor your health with gentle nutrition. So stay tuned for that one. And I will see you all next week.